All right, guys. Guess what? We have some breaking news, Mo. We do. We'll see you after this. But I heard it on a podcast. Nah, but I heard it on a podcast. What you know about craft beer? You were drinking Bud Lights last year. But I heard it on a podcast. Nah, but I heard it on a podcast. What you know about craft beer? You were drinking Bud Lights last year. I don't wanna showboat. But I gotta go, bro. Got a cooler in the cellar full of trillium beers. Yeah, I'm talking a boatload. Never in a million years would I ever drink a Michelob. Oh no, they might have brewed this beer from elephant feces. Hmm, what an elegant species. And you better get me, please. Another weird beer. Make it real clear. Noob said to have it smooth on the palate, but super hoppy. The ABV turned loose to choppy. The way we drink is a little bit reckless. Yes, but I never left Ben's when he cracking open the cold one from the vault, wall to wall. Don't spill at all. You're listening to the new podcast. If you like to wait two hours for one growler, you come to the right place. We love it. And if you need someone to mule your beers, Mo's wife will do it with a baby in her stomach. Now that's commitment, and that's the difference between Ben, Mo, and you. So up your vocabulary and grab a beer, cause this is noobed. Correct. Noob, this is noob. This is noob. This is noob. This is noob. Correct. 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 Hey, yo, we're back with noobed. I'm Mo. Uh, we had the pleasure of attending IPA Fest a couple weeks ago. Facts. Um, by the kind graces of Brittany Burke from Beer Advocate, she was on episode forty-eight. Friend of the show. To promote the to promote the event, we were lucky enough to get tickets and attend. We saw celebrities. We had we unbelievable beer. Yep. We talked to the exhibit A guys. We talked to guys that own a hop farm. Yep. It was like a freaking wonderland of beer. Dude. Yeah, I would agree with that one hundred percent. An amazing event. Very yeah. well put together. Uh, great sponsors. Uh, great breweries. Yeah. Uh, very well run. It was class, class, class all the way, I say. It was class, and uh, the reason that is is because it's run by Brittany Burke, who is uh, a good friend of the show that we've talked about. She was kind enough to come back on the show to talk a little bit about Extreme Beer Fest, and we'll get into that interview here right now. Enjoy. All right, we're here with Brittany Burke from Beer Advocate. Brittany, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, so Brittany is our um, second or our first recurring guest on the first podcast. First recurring guest, yeah. So now, now officially a friend of the show. Yeah, she's. Uh, I'm honored. I'm very honored. <laughs> she's a back to back to back guest. That's an inside joke for us. Right. <laughs> but, um, so Brittany, Brittany works in uh, events for Beer Advocate. And she puts on such great events like IPA Fest and Extreme Beer Fest. Uh, we were lucky enough to go to IPA Fest a couple of weeks ago. Really, really awesome event, Mo. I know we had a blast, as we usually do. Yes, we tend to enjoy ourselves at events <laughs> such as this. Yeah. But really, everything, I think, came together there because the list of breweries was impressive. Yeah. The venue was super impressive. Yes. And the coordination just all together. Um, it seemed like a very well-organized event. Everything was put somewhere for a reason. Um, it, it was just very, very well formulated and uh and Brittany's the one responsible for that so congratulations on ipa fest Brittany. oh thank you guys thank you so much yeah ipa fest was a huge success for us we had a ton of fun uh, it was a totally sold out fest we had a lot of moving parts uh, it was our first time at the cruise port uh, down in boston seaport district which turned out to be uh, a really cool venue it was 
um, three floors if you were a VIP, two for the general admission attendees, and we had brewers on all of the floors. So we had, you know, you walk into the first floor, we had about half of the, the attending brewers there, the other half were on the third floor. We ended up with a really great flow in between. We tried to be really intentional with our placement of the brewers to make sure that we weren't going to create, you know, massive points of congestion um, and really encourage people to, to fully check out both floors. And so that ended up working really well. It's the first time we did a VIP experience for our fests, which we got a lot of really great positive feedback there. For our VIP attendees, they had pretty much their own floor in the building. They had their own uh, private VIP bathrooms. We had snacks for them. We had swag bags. And then they got a couple of VIP exclusive beers uh, that were available throughout the fest, as well as some timed tastings with the brewers. So we, uh, yeah, we had a ton of fun. We were super excited. We're actually taking IPA Fest to Brooklyn next year. So oh, wow. we, uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a recurring event for us, but I think it might uh, might travel around a little bit. Well, you know, obviously we're gonna disagree with the venue there because I think <laughs> it should, I think it should stay local to us. But no, that's gonna be that's gonna be really cool, and uh, definitely look forward to hearing more about that in the future. Um, I will say the two floors yeah. was like going to two different beer festivals. Yeah, it was, was like amazing. Like you went up to yeah. the third floor and you weren't. I I wasn't expecting like. I don't know what I was expecting, really. I came up the stairs, and it was like, oh, IPA Fest 2.0. Like, <laughs> yeah. This is great. It really was great. I think the venue was like kind of the star of the show with the garage door open. Yeah. Obviously, a, a seasonably warm day, uh, but usually the beer fest, we talked about this the whole time we were there, usually uncomfortably hot. You yep. never know what to wear. You don't want to overdress. But you're you wearing a sweatshirt, but you're carrying it, and <laughs> yeah. like you're taking it off and putting it on, yeah. and there was just no issues with that, so that was that was very very awesome yeah and just like you talked about i thought the line management was great with the really the bulk of the people in the middle and the brewers on the outside uh really worked well especially downstairs for sure with them all against one you could just go into line go back out to the back and walk to any line that you wanted to i thought that worked yeah, really was, really well and very... we talked about that a tremendous amount of time but uh how many breweries would were at ipa fest so we had 54 breweries at ipa fest nice yeah, they were uh, they have a ton that we don't get right. Great notion out here. Yeah, uh, dancing yep. gnome, which I've heard so much about, we mm -hmm. never get to try. Uh, Hot butcher, which I've never yeah. even heard of. But they were very impressive. Unbelievable. Yeah, stuff. really good beer. Um, yeah, we were we lucked out. We had representation really from from all over the country. Um, so we had some of the the New England heavy hitters joining us, but then yeah, we had people in from from all over, and it was it was a, a really fun mix of brewers and a really sort of eclectic mix of IPAs. Yeah. And For sure. Being, uh, I have a little event management in my background and I kind of understand, you know, how much time and, and stress goes into putting these events together. And really something that stands out uh, from event to event is the sponsors. Uh, I know if the sponsor goes all in on your event, it's really going to be a great event. And they each have their own personal touch. And at IPA Fest, I know you had Dogfish Head as a sponsor, right? Yes. Dogfish is a, a longtime friend of Beer Advocate. Um, Sam's been working with us for, I think, over 10 years now. Um, and when we said, hey, we've got this new concept, uh, we're looking to do an IPA fest, Sam was like, sign me up, we're all in. So it's great, you know, when Dogfish is there, when Sam is with us, he comes out for the events, which just brings such a fun energy. You know, he's, he's definitely a celebrity within the beer world. So 
people are excited to see him. People are excited. He's the one pouring their beers. They love taking photos with him. And he just is so great about engaging with our attendees. You know, he did one of the time tastings. So he was down there with uh, 2015 120 minute IPA that they randalized through some hops through uh, Hophead Farms, which was another one of our sponsors. And um, he's serving it to the VIPs, talking about the beer, chatting people up. And, uh, and yeah, it's just, we love working with Dogfish there. We're huge fans uh, of them, of their beers, of the, the whole organization there. So we are thrilled to be working with them again for this fest. In perfect placement on his booth, again, coming back to the organization, um, Dogfish Head was up on the third floor and really just commanded the space. You couldn't help but look at that booth. They were kind of front and center. Uh, we did see Sam there. We also Sam, uh, saw Sam with some of the other brewers from the other breweries, um, kind of tasting their beer, bringing beer over to them. Uh, so we definitely saw that kind of uh, energy that you were talking about. Um, but really, Dogfish Head being the focal head of that room was was impressive. Um, just their setup and, and generally speaking, his command of the room was was awesome. Yeah, and a fun fact about the Dogfish booth. So uh, anybody who's ever been to either an Extreme Beer Fest or who was at the IPA Fest, you'll notice that Dogfish has a, a big handwritten sign at their booth that lists all of their beers, the ABVs and descriptions. For sure. And Sam actually takes the time to sit down and write that out by hand before the fest. So really? you get a, Yeah, you get a little bit of uh, original Caligione art going on at the booth. So we made sure that they were in a place where you could see it, you could read it kind of from wherever you were standing in the venue. And uh, yeah, it's just a really nice personal touch that they bring to their booth and to the fests. Well, we'll have to add that to our list of awards for the event then. Best <laughs> handwriting <laughs> yeah. of IPA Fest 2018. Goes to Dogfish Head. Congratulations, Absolutely. guys. Yeah, and the, the guys from Hophead Farms were a lot of fun to talk to, too. Yeah. They were so into hops. And I mean, Mo and I, we have this podcast, which is all about New England beer. Um, but we're, we don't claim to be beer experts, nope. right? We just like to drink it. We like to talk about the news that's going on. And to get your hands on the hops and actually smell them and taste them. You know, I ate one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just... They told me not to, but I ate it. No, yes, she told me that was a bad decision. I did it anyways. So. Yeah. Everybody's going to make that decision once. Yeah, yeah but did. they were great. They even took a picture with us in yep. front of the, the step and repeat, which was awesome. And uh, hopefully we do have some business guys to try to get them on the yep. podcast as well. Um, but IPA Fest was a couple of weeks ago. So if you missed that, we apologize. Next year it's in Brooklyn. Yeah, <laughs> so... Heard. Sorry about that. Um, but uh, coming up, the reason why we have you on again, Brittany, is Extreme Beer Fest, which is another beer advocate event uh, going on again locally in Boston. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Extreme Beer Fest this year? Yeah, absolutely. So Extreme Beer Fest is coming up. Uh, it's right around the corner, February 1st and 2nd. Uh, it's at the Seaport World Trade Center, which is the big uh, convention center down there, not the BCEC. It's a little bit across the street. It's right on the water uh, across the street from the Seaport Hotel. Um, we are, this is going to be our 16th Extreme Beer Fest. We've been at the Seaport um. for this fest for uh, many years now. It's, it's a ton of fun. I've described it to some people as it's almost like the beer industry's version of the auto show where you get brewers coming in um, with, you know, really conceptual beers, stuff that they're really proud to debut stuff that maybe you're never going to see ever again, but they were messing around. They had some fun. They want to share it with people. 
So you are going to go in there, you're going to try beers that are new, that are different, that don't taste the way you would ever expect a beer to taste, that are using new flavors, new yeasts, new ingredients, new anything. Um, and so it's just, it's a lot of fun. You're, you know, you're going to try, you're going to try some weird stuff. You're going to try some stuff that you're glad you're only getting a two ounce sample of. <laughs> and then you're going to try things where you're like, I have to find out where I can get more of this beer because it was mind blowing. And so we've got, uh, this is going to be our biggest one yet. We've got over 120 brewers that are coming to the fest. We're expecting over 400 different beers. Something wow. super exciting that we're doing with this <clears throat> is we've put two challenges to the brewers. So challenge number one, we've uh, challenged them to debut a brand new beer at this fest. Nice. It could be a twist on an existing recipe or it could be something brand new. But from the beer list that are rolling in, a lot of the brewers are taking us up on this. So if you come to this year's EBF, you're going to be trying things before anybody else gets to, which is always really fun to be able to say, oh, yeah, I, I tried that first. Oh, for sure. That's that's why we drink the beer, so that we can check it in exactly. and be first to drink it. You know? yeah, exactly. exactly. And then the other challenge we put to the brewers, which is actually a challenge I'm really excited about, uh, a lot of people associate extreme beer with really high ABVs. You know, you see extreme, you're thinking a 15% Russian Imperial Stout or, you know, an 11% double IPA. And while those beers will certainly be here, we challenged all the brewers to bring a sessionable extreme beer. So we're talking 5% ABV or less um, to really, you know, still encompass everything that we've come to expect from extreme beers. So still pushing the boundaries, playing with ingredients, playing with flavors, but something that's sessionable, something that you can, you can drink that and then drink another one and maybe drink another one and still feel pretty okay. So we're, uh, the brewers are also really excited about that. We're seeing a ton of session beers coming in. Um, some as low as like two, 3% ABV. I think I've seen some that are, are, you know, even lower than that, but I, I myself am a big fan of session beers. So I, is Ben. I love something. There's a lot of flavor and not a ton of alcohol. So I, uh, I'm excited to see what they're going to pull out for that. Well, there you go, Mo. It only took me about 12 months for my prediction to be right. But yeah, Ben had a hot take about a year ago that that very low percentage beer um, was going to be the next, you know, the next fad in in the brewer. Yeah, I thought you know there's only so high you can go with ABV, and you don't want to be stuck in the middle. Right. You know, you want to be on the high end or do something extreme. Right. We're talking about extreme beer. Yeah. Beer. Extreme can so, be in either direction. Yeah, you know? so low ABV, you know, it, it also helps uh, It helps keep you out of the eyes of, of being called an alcoholic sometimes. True. You know, you can For sure. drink at the beach without uh, without passing out, enjoy your day. Um, but the other question I had, so I know you proposed those two challenges, right? A world debut beer and a session beer. Uh, do you guys have actual guidelines for extreme beer or you just ask them, kind of put it in the brewer's interpretation of extreme beer? say but we definitely will push back on brewers if they're bringing something that isn't you know doesn't really fall under the the umbrella of extreme so we give them a little bit of guidance and we say you know <clears throat> beers come a long way in the last 10 years we're you know we're looking for something that's new we're looking for something that's different we're looking for something that's unexpected so you know your your dry hopped double ipa isn't extreme anymore you know you're your Pilsner isn't extreme anymore. We're looking for people who are 
taking a style and then putting a twist on it. And so I will, you know, I go through the beer lists, I go through everything. I'll talk with Jason and Todd a little bit, and we will push back on brewers who are bringing something that is um, isn't really falling into into the extreme category. So we definitely nice. go through the lists and we uh, we curate it to make sure that people are really really gonna get get what they're expecting to get. That might be one of the cooler jobs I think <laughs> yeah, that anybody yeah. might have. Not um, extreme enough. Yeah, not extreme. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I send the emails and I'm like, hey, you know, let, let, tell me more about this beer. You know, tell me what you're doing that makes this new, this that makes this different. And a lot of them will come back and say, hey, you know, we're actually, we're, we're brewing this with this brand new malt that we've never played with before. Or we're using this yeast that you can ferment at a much higher temperature, which gives a really interesting flavor profile. Or we're right. using three or four yeasts to really see how everything blends together. So the brewers are really open and receptive to it. So we're... Uh, we're really fortunate there that they're like, yeah, I know we're, we're up to the challenge. We want to showcase everything that we can do. Nice. So last year when, when, well, Ben didn't actually get to go to the event last year, yeah. you yeah. missed out business trip. Um, and hopefully we get, we get you at this one. Yeah. I you know, a, but another, another event this year. Yeah. I got a baby, baby girl on the way end of the month or well, whenever she wants to get here now, right. <laughs> it's yep. getting that close. Yeah. Hopefully it's next month, but. Yeah, we so we'll see. We went last year, and I think the most impressive part, other than the fact that there are just so many breweries here, and obviously an extreme amount of beer, an extreme amount of extreme beer. Yeah, let's just extreme it out. E squared. Yes, right. Um, most impressed, I think, was some of the breweries' uh, setups. Against the grain stands out to me. Um, they were taking orders um, for your beer as you went in line. Um, there were a couple others as well. Carton always kind of brings it um, yeah. display wise, and they definitely did at IPA Fest too. That was a really cool, um, really cool booth set up there as well. Um, are there any uh, are there any restrictions or um, things that brewers need to understand when they're bringing a setup to Extreme Beer Fest, being that there's so many people there? Yeah, I mean, we the brewers all get a ten by ten booth, um, and we do we encourage them to to really bring it when it comes to their booths. We've had breweries bring essentially like the sawed off front end of a car. Um, oh, I think damn. it was, yeah, we've had breweries really go all out on their booths. The only real restriction we have is, you know, no open flame, um, mm, nothing rule. that's going to create a safety hazard. And because it's inside the city of Boston fire code, say nothing can have a roof on it. So like no pop-up tents or anything Ooh. like that. Interesting. Um, Cause if there's a fire underneath it, the sprinklers can't get to it to put it out. Logical. Makes sense. Yes. But other than that, we really do, we encourage them to, to, you know, show their creativity in how their booth looks. And so you see photos from the event and you see people are really going, going all out and making sure that their booth stands out and, um, and says a little bit about their company too. Yeah. And beer is such, um, it's such a, an experience type thing, right? So, Everybody enjoys the beer more when there's a story behind it or enjoys the beer more when you can visually see something that goes with it and you tie it to a memory, right? Like that flavor ties to a memory of you seeing the half sun, half car at the booth sure. um, yeah. or a story behind it. Are there any uh, any crazy beers? We may have inside information here. We but, might. We might. Are there we any have information. crazy uh, beers coming up here at Extreme Beer Fest that you know of? when it comes to this is we went down in November uh, and brewed a beer with dogfish head 
Um, the beer is possibly the next top-rated beer on Beer Advocate, which is both a prediction and the name of the beer. Um, so what uh, what Jason Todd and Sam did is they they went on to Beer Advocate and they looked at some of the top-rated beers on the site and they um, you know pulled out some ingredients that are used, some styles, some things like that. So the the um, the technical technical I say technical in the most tongue-in-cheek manner possible. <laughs> the style that we have come up with to describe this beer is a double New England maple black coffee pastry milkshake IPA. <laughs> wait, wait. Which, yeah. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Can you repeat that, please? Absolutely. It is a double New England maple black coffee pastry milkshake IPA. IPA. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So you know, again, we're having fun with it. This is yeah. this is a cheek, fun play on on some of the most popular styles. And and I have to say, I wasn't super involved in the development of the recipe, but they did an excellent job making a delicious silly beer. Um, it's it's a dark beer. We brewed it with some lactose, some vanilla, maple syrup. Um, there was some coconut tossed in there. I believe they're going to, uh, age it on some coffee beans. So when we were down there brewing with Sam and the dogfish crew, we got to try some of the wort. Um, and if, if it ferments the way I expect it to, it's going to be a delicious beer. Um, and it was just, it was a fun thing to, to be down there, to be brewing. I'm, you know, my background, I was a home brewer long before I started working for Beer Advocate. So to, to go from brewing, you know, in a, a small, you know, cobbled together system in my kitchen to on the dogfish pilot system was like a dream come true for me. So it was a really fun weekend. Uh, they took such good care of us when we were down there. And uh, we're really excited to debut this beer for the first time ever at the Extreme Beer Fest. So if you want to taste what is possibly the next top rated beer on Beer Advocate, you got to join us at EBF. Wow. Uh, and it sounds like you guys stuck. I know, I know you said tongue in cheek and, and kind of a silly beer, but it sounds like you at least stuck to the technical aspects that would make it all of those styles. Yes, so definitely. I, I'm trying to, I'm struggling to describe it because there's just so much, so many ingredients, but it sounds like, you know, you did all the things that would make a milkshake that would make a coffee stout that would make a, you know, all the aspects of the beers that I'm super intrigued. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I'm excited for it. It's, it, like I said, silly name, sillier style, but tasty beer. So that's going to have to be one of the first booths that we hit up just yeah. out of principle to yeah, make sure definitely. that's not going to be one that we want to miss out on. So. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that beer is going to be served with a, a little bit of glitter whipped cream on the top, Ooh. but I'm saying. <laughs> Good. I don't like my beer like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying that if that is something that you are looking for, you may very well be able to get it at that booth. Okay. All right. <laughs> they, they, they may want to put that in 750s just for the label room, right? Mm, they got to put the, right. they put the ingredients in, uh, in the name Good on point, it. Ben. So, um, exactly. um, you know, and, and when we're talking about exciting beers at, uh, at Extreme, to give you guys a little bit of an exclusive here, we're getting ready to announce this uh, site-wide, but... This is going to be the first time at an Extreme Beer Fest where we have invited a select number of non-beer brewers. Ooh. So we, uh, we're going to have a couple of cider makers, kombucha makers, uh, and meaderies joining us for the first time ever at Extreme. We've asked them to sort of follow the same rules. 
looking for them to be bringing um, fermented beverages that are really pushing the boundaries, that are challenging expectations, that are using new and different ingredients. And they, uh, yeah, they're super excited about it. And we're really thrilled to have them there because those, you know, those, um, those beverages have really evolved along with craft beer into, you know, some really fun and exciting things. So if you were thinking about going, but maybe have a friend who you'd want to bring who has a gluten sensitivity, isn't a big beer drinker, we will have some alternatives there for people who, uh, who want to try them out. And, uh, yeah, I've been looking at their lists and some really exciting stuff is coming up. Well, there you go. Mullen. So breaking news, breaking news, a beer breaking advocate news. exclusive, a noob exclusive. I'm not saying that Beer Advocate waited 16 years for the proper podcast to come along to announce <laughs> that, but that just so happens to be what happened. Yeah, um, th yeah. that is exciting. I I I love I love cider. I brought it up many times. Uh, it's been your show for the week, for the at week. least a couple times. Far from the tree uh, in Salem, Mass. Does some great stuff. They actually just came out with a, a champagne cider. I don't know. If oh, I tagged you on it on okay. Instagram. Okay, yeah, I saw that at Boston Beer Benny. If you're looking, um, <laughs> but that that's very exciting stuff, and it's good to see kind of it going beyond beer and more into like the mild ABV yeah, uh, beverages definitely. type of thing. Sure, uh, which is great. I don't know if Beer Advocates considering a name change, but <laughs> <laughs> I think we're not that... considering a name change, but you know. <laughs> You may down the road start to see some of these on our site as well. I'm yeah, sure, yeah. With great. with a lot of the breweries coming out with their own versions mm -hmm. of, you know, sparkling ci uh, ciders or sparkling, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like sparkling malt beverages oh, like or whatever. Yeah. yeah, so like a lot, there's a lot of breweries doing this kind of thing now. So and that's not, it's not super surprising, I guess. I mean, yeah. I, I am kind of surprised that. I, although at Extreme Beer Fest, you have to go extreme. Yeah. So if there was going to be a festival where you're like, oh, let's include something other than beer, it would be Extreme Beer Fest. That's just logical, I think. Yeah, that's so, a great place to set the table. For, for sure. A, a great partnership going forward. Um, so a little more details. It is uh, Super Bowl weekend, correct? Uh, <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> it, pretty... it is February 1st and 2nd, so yeah. the Super Bowl falls on February 3rd, then yeah. I do think it falls on February 3rd. It usually does. It's yeah. usually that first weekend in February. Um, there are three sessions, correct? But one of them is sold out. That's correct. So we uh, we still have tickets available for the Friday evening and Saturday evening sessions. But the Saturday afternoon session, session two, is completely sold out, as well as uh, the VIP tickets for all three sessions. Mm. So tickets are, are going going quickly so if you uh you didn't get the gift you were looking for for the holidays treat yourself uh, nice and, uh, yeah these it's it's a fun fest it is not to be missed um and yeah make sure you grab your tickets soon because we are very much on track to sell out yeah and if you are, are a gambler or a risk taker there is a, a giveaway on the instagram page right Yep, so if you go onto Beer Advocate's Instagram, uh, we do have a ticket giveaway up there for uh, tickets to the Friday evening session. So you can go on, you can enter to win tickets there. We have instructions in the post. It is, as of right now, uh, the first post on our feed. You see a bunch of respect beer glasses cheersing. There are instructions below there. So you can enter to win tickets to the first session on Friday night, uh, and we encourage everybody to do so. But if you, uh, if you don't want to take your chances, you can go to beeradvocate.com slash extreme and pick up your tickets there. 
Yeah, so we don't recommend that you gamble there on, on the Beer Advocate post. Yeah, you should probably just buy the tickets. We want you to buy the tickets and then go and, and gamble it away. Because then if you go on to Instagram, you have double the chances right, right. to get tickets. You sure. can gift them to a friend. You could. A cider drinking friend, preferably. Yeah, yeah there you go. And you go. Uh, what what's the info on purchasing these beds? So boys? they're available on Eventbrite, um, Session 1, 6 to 9.30 on February 1st. Uh, session two, as we said, is sold out. So if you have tickets to that event, good for you. If not, you're not going to get them. That event is that session is 12 to 3:30 for anyone um, curious as to their ticket, what their ticket actually gets them. And then session three is the Saturday night on the second, six to 9:30. Tickets are $65. Um, so make sure you get those now because if you sleep on this, you're going to miss out on something that you're going to remember for a while. And I, I speak from experience. I will not forget last year's Extreme Beer Fest, um, even though I did have a lot of alcoholic beverages. Yeah, this will probably be one of your only chance to try a lot of these beers. So For sure. Make a yes. night of it. Get a hotel room. There's some high ABV flowing around, right? Mm -hmm. Go out in the city, get some dinner, get a, get a hotel room. Uh, look for some local distro because they do drop some local distro before the fest as well. Shout out to Weldworks since we were able to get some of that. Yeah, and uh, and make an event of it. And Brittany, we wish you the best of luck. We have full confidence that it will be a superior event to everything else out there. Uh, and we look forward to attending and hope to get to see you again there. Awesome. Absolutely, guys. Looking forward to having you guys at the fest. Um, and thank you so much for having me on the podcast. This was a ton of fun. Awesome. Brittany Burke, events manager from Beer Advocate. Thank you very much for joining us. And uh, we look forward to seeing you soon. Yeah, we'll call you again tomorrow. Perfect. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Thanks, Brittany. All right, thank you, Brittany. So that was our interview with Brittany Burke from Beer Advocate, events manager of Beer Advocate. Good friend of the show now. Yes. We have to call her that. Now she's a recurring guest. Yeah. Um, we've even got, you know, tentative plans at this point to have her on again. Of course, yeah. Um, you know, anytime that uh, we need some beer news, I mean, she might be a good source for that. Yeah. And we'll be, you know, the conduit for her breaking news moving forward. Of course. And I'm going to feed her trends that I see coming up in the right, industry. Right, so that so, she knows. So she can capitalize. I know she obviously listened to the show and heard my sessionable beer and came up with that, that idea. I would guess that. I'm not yeah. going to take full credit for that, but it was my idea entirely. Um, but, but as you can hear... Extreme Beer Fest is going to be an awesome event. 125 brewers, over 400 beers uh, of the extreme variety. Yep. Seasonable, not seasonable, but sessionable beers. Sessionable. Some, some seasonal. There'll be some seasonal <laughs> stuff there, naturally. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it should be an awesome time, and I'm really hoping you know, that, that this uh, baby crossed. allows me to attend. Uh, but she has plans of her own. They yes, always I'm sure do, she will man. her entire life. You know, as as you may remember, I had to miss the first radio show. Actually, we canceled the first radio show. Yeah. Because my daughter didn't care about yeah. that. So. Yeah. And uh, so my what I'm guessing is going to happen, she'll probably be born on that weekend. Mm. So every weekend for the remainder of my life, it'll be her birthday, and I'll never be able to attend. Oh, the <laughs> oh or man. The Super Bowl, but wow, burn. Uh, you know, whatever happens, happens. So that would be really interesting. So get your tickets now. The new boys will be. At the Boston Seaport for that event yes. in some way, shape, or form. Uh, Mo might have to FaceTime me and just kind of describe the beers to me as we go. But Yeah, that would be brutal. <laughs> that would be worse. I would, if that, if this was flipped and yeah. you did that to me, I'd probably want to punch you in the face. Right, so, well, 
I don't think I'm gonna do that to you if you don't come. I, I just feel like that's just dirty. Oh this, oh this uh, double milk. What did she say? Double New England milkshake. Blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's uh, no, like, I don't want to hear that. Yeah, just drink it. Enjoy never it. Never get to try it. But, yeah. Um. So that's it for new mo. Again, like we said, this will be the last podcast for 2018. Can't believe it's been that long. A year has gone by. Yeah. So another year coming Flip up. Page. Coming up in 2019, we have the Noobies. Yep. We have some big plans uh, to get a couple more guests, maybe some reoccurring guests. Yep. Uh, maybe a third chair if we're lucky enough. Yep. Um, if schedules accommodate. And we will continue doing 990WBOB.com radio show for now. Yeah. Uh, and to see what happens yep. with that. But uh, it's been a pleasure, and I, I thank you for doing it. Yeah, man. It's been a lot of fun. If you had told me when we started this that we'd be you know doing some of the things that we're doing and have this many episodes, I probably would have said that was surprising to me. <laughs> so I wouldn't have said it was impossible, but I would have said it was surprising. Um, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun and I think we've gotten a lot out of this so far. So yeah, let's just keep it going and 2019 will be a great year. Yeah. So happy new year to the new listeners. Happy new year. Cheers to you and we'll see you then or we'll see you at another time.